The first day of January started with a natural disaster. An earthquake that happened in Japan destroying buildings and taking less than 100 lives on its first day and counting. It eventually triggered a tsunami warning. Happy New Year! Welcome to 2024 and this is Area Codes. Welcome to Area Codes, a planetary radio podcast show speaking on environmental issues, sustainability, social justice and climate change. On the 1st of January 2024, we celebrated the new year. Some alone, some with friends and family, but Japan was experiencing a 7.6 magnitude earthquake along the country's west coast and neighboring South Korea. This was happening on the first day of the year. It was literally like the first headlines people saw after the happy new year. After the first day of the earthquake, it was revealed that about 48 persons had died and power supply was lost in many areas, buildings were destroyed, and people were found under rubbles. So many people have been injured from this incident. Now the death toll is currently expected to increase because about 250 people have been reported missing since the earthquake, and it's been several days already. As if this was not enough of a disaster for Japan, a tsunami warning was issued. And this is like the first of its magnitude since the earthquake in 2011. Now, let's remember that in 2011, 20,000 people died in that earthquake. And now 100,000 people have been asked, over 100,000 people have been asked to relocate from their current residence to avoid um, being caught in the crossfire. Seeing this information on the 1st of January, I realized that our climate reality is getting more dreadful by the second, the minute, the hours, and the days go by. The unfortunate thing is that we humans were too accustomed to not listening to warnings and procrastinating. And that has brought us to the point that we are at today. Because these global warming um, warnings have been coming since before I was born, since before my parents were born, and I would like to ask what has been done since then. But then I also have to remind myself that now is not the time to point fingers and say, it's this person's fault, or it's that person's fault. We've had those conversations for too long already. It's not time for action. Personally, I believe the hardest part of this journey is seeing the reality of the planet and everyone just moves on with their life. They're moving on with a lifestyle that's quite literally harming the planet. And this is so deeply rooted in our culture that it would take years to decades to unwind. I myself am struggling because when I'm faced with a horrifying trip while preparing my podcast episodes, I'm filled with so much sadness. Like while I'm doing research, sometimes it takes hours or even days to recover from the sadness and just say, let's just push on with it. Somebody's got to do it. However, I have decided to do something about what I am seeing with this podcast. I am one voice. And with you that's listening, you are another voice. So that's it on everything that's happening in Japan right now. Whenever I have updates, I I update them on my Instagram story or an Instagram post or I make the post on Twitter. So do well to follow our social medias to stay updated. And the next issue to talk about is the rising COVID cases. You guys, the World Health Organization has warned countries to brace themselves for a rise in COVID cases. Like, hasn't it been like four years? COVID? And this is obviously due to the high rate of like traveling for the end of the year slash new year celebration in several countries. 
and the United States, there have already been reports from hospitals about the surge of, of COVID cases, which started coming as early as September. And via social media, netizens who are returning or going for their New Year celebration trip or vacation are complaining that some people are coughing at airports. First of all, where are you going if you're sick? Like, where are you going? Please stay at home and get better first. Once again, it is time to mask up, especially in public. Start doing social distancing where necessary. And I, I can't believe I have to say this, but wash your hands and use hand sanitizer. I beg you. We, I, I'm not sure I'm mentally prepared for another lockdown. I mean, the earth probably needs it, but like, come on, guys, let's not do this again. While we're still on the topic of things that we don't want to do again... Our next topic for this podcast is the global temperature rise. In case you don't know, which I feel like you do know because you probably feel it, 2023 broke every single planetary heat record there is. And it seems like 2024 is going to be even hotter. The situation has gotten so bad that news reporter Daisy Stevens has said that we need to add more colors to the climate color stripe because there is no dark colors that can... um paint exactly how hot the earth is right now and i don't i don't think i need to remind people to know that the the earth is literally so hot right now because everybody's feeling it i see people tweet about it i see people post about it i see people talk about it like when i go out on the streets even if you have air conditioning in your homes i'm sure those few seconds you've worked out of your car into the mall or from your car to your office or home you must have burned like felt the sun on your skin or felt the heat of the environment around you now just think of those who don't have air conditioning mind you the solution wouldn't be to give everyone air conditioning if that's what you're thinking right now but to fix the root cause of the problem aka the earth's climate And now that we're talking about the Earth's climate, it reminds me of a certain group of people that I had decided to call out on this podcast today. Climate activists are calling them climate deniers. Yeah. I'm bringing this up because it seems to be a trend on social media and even news platforms. And I want to know why in 2024, with the facts, research, existing proof, some people choose to stay ignorant. You know, in the past, your ignorance may have been pushed aside, but now some of these people have taken to the Internet to display their unprovoked opinions. And I say unprovoked very loosely. And they believe that these opinions are, in fact, true. And they try to distract and confuse the rest of the world from the real truth. Like I said before, we call them climate deniers. And we have a lot of them in our society. And unfortunately, some of them are in positions of authority. To the climate denials, this message is for you. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. When you're coming out, whenever you're coming out to counter a climate scientist's research or interview, I need you to remember that these scientists spent years, decades, in some cases, studying and doing research. And the final research eventually gets published and then peer-reviewed. That on its own is no easy feat. And if a large majority of the scientists come out to say something, what backing do you have to prove them wrong? But something I, I read somewhere that says, you in what army? But in this army, I'm talking of armies of intellectuals, 
when you gaze at your keyboard to type your think pieces or you open your camera app to record them, I need you to ask yourself, who am I and what authority do I have to say this? And this includes those in power, by the way. You may be in power, but I don't see your degree in climatology. So please listen to the qualified scientists. <laughs> Ariana Grande has a song about climate deniers or about deniers about anything. It's called Just Look Up. And it was a soundtrack for a brilliant film called Don't Look Up. If you haven't watched that film, go watch it. When you watch it and you see what's happening in the world today, I'm pretty sure you're going to find a pattern. And if you come across a climate denying post online, remember to listen to the qualified scientists and ask the climate deniers for their sources. Most of the time you would find out that their sources are mostly themselves and their unresearched opinions. I'm going to end today's podcast by reminding you that the planet is dying and a time for long talks and argument is over and we need action. We need collective action from individuals, organizations, governments of the world, etc. And this partnership will possibly revive the planet to a healthier state. It's for our future and the future of the generation that comes after us.